Hey, welcome to the Women Entrepreneurs podcast, video podcast for this week. I am Julie Brain Lady Anderson, and I am very excited. Today is just a just a ground, or a, a, I should say a milestone in our businesses, Your Best Mind and Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, because we are doing, we this is our first video podcast, and we're doing an amazing interview today, and I get two for the price of one, because I, I <laughs> we have a special guest that has joined us and I love, love, love that uh, it is it is just going to incur, include multi generational input here. So that's very, very valuable. This is episode one of season five of the Women Entrepreneurs Show. So we've been doing this for doing this for a little while, and we are taking the next step. So welcome, thank you. If you're listening on on iTunes or iHeart or any of that later on, and you want to see our faces, well, you know that you can go to the YouTube channel and take a look. We will have it there. So I am gonna. Remind everyone, as I always do, stay on till the end of the program because it's at the end that we're going to give all of those great things that great ways that you can stay connected to our guest today. And I guarantee you after this interview, you will want to do that and check out the website and all of that so that you can get to know a little bit more about it, what it is that they do. Because what it, what it is this today we're interviewing and we're talking about something that all of us as women leaders should be passionate about. And that is empowering not just each other as other female leaders, right? But empowering the next generation of female leaders and really, really developing, um, um, really, really developing that confidence that is in our upcoming generation. Because we know that's something that doesn't always come naturally. It's something that has to that needs to be built and nurtured and and really just empowered into the next generation. So I'm going to read you a little bit about um, our, our guest, and then she's going to have to fill me in on the bio of, of her mini, her mini me um, <laughs> as we go through. So our guest today is Sherry West of golivegirl.org. And she has a passion for equality and inclusion and over 25 years of corporate and leadership development experience. She's the founder, CEO, and chairperson of Live Girl, which is a nonprofit organization that builds confidence, inclusive leaders. Prior to Live Girl, Ms. West spent 16 years as a finance executive at General Electric Company, a multi national country company where she was instrumental in its women's network and taught leadership development courses with GE Management Development Institute. So she's got a lot of leadership background. Then in 2014, she, she founded Live Girl herself, and that was developed to pay it forward. Uh, and prepare the next generation of diverse female leaders. Sherry regularly speaks on a wide range of topics relating to women's leadership and is the co-host with her daughter, who is our other guest, (laughs) of Confident Podcast, that Confident Podcast with her 18-year-old daughter. Uh, She was recently featured in the New York Times, the Cave Journal, and at Yale's Women's Leadership Launch. What a beautiful honor. Uh, She is being, she's honored to be named Best Friends to Girls by Moth, you'll have to tell me about this later, Moth <laughs> Media, Community Champion by the Boys and Girls Clubs of America, Connecticut's Most Philanthropic Woman, and Serend- by Serendipities Magazine, and Women Entrepreneur 
Entrepreneuring Women by the Rowan Center and the Women of Inspiration by mm, C-W-E-A-L-F. You're going to have to tell me about that one too. Her education includes a BA in finance and a master's in leadership development from Michigan State University. She's married with three children. They are 20, 18, and 14, and she lives in New Canaan, Connecticut, opposite side of, of the states from me, but beautiful. One of the places I'd love to go go visit one of these days. And there she is actively involved in her community and serves on the New Canaan Public Schools Board of Education. Ooh, another one of my passions, educating mm -hmm. the next generation yeah. with neuroscience in mind. So welcome, welcome to our, our podcast today, both Thank of you. you. Thank you so Thank much, you. Julie, and happy new year. And we're thrilled to be guests on to help launch your season five. Yeah. Um, and I let me do fill in because I brought along with me my daughter, who is the co-founder of Live Girl. And we pronounce that Live Girl, like live brave, live your power. Um, and at 18, she already has an, a, a bio that's more impressive than mine. She's a, a college freshman at UPenn in Philly. And um, last year, she was named a top 10 team to watch in the nation. Um, at UPenn, she's already gotten quickly involved. She writes for the Daily UPenn. She also volunteers through the Civic House um, and is really on her way to launching and making the world a better place, which is exactly what our mission is at LiveGirl. And we're so excited to talk to you more about that today. I love it. I love it. Well, welcome, Olivia, and congratulations on that that next stage. Now, did I did I miss it, or did you say which one of the the children, which age is, she, which one is she? First, second, middle. Second. She's, She's in the middle. middle. So I have two boys and the girl in the middle. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I I am mom of three three boys, uh, no daughters. So I'm I'm I, I I love that. Well, let let me tell let me find out a little bit. So I read the technical bio, right? I read that professional piece. Mm -hmm. But tell me a little bit about the what led you down this journey, um, Sherry, personally, of developing like why why did this become a passion of yours? Why did you want to develop after being a corporate leadership person, trainer, right? What led you into doing that outside of of corporate and creating your own company? Yeah. Um so I think, you know, you covered a lot of it in the bio, but just to kind of fill in from a personal side. So, you know, I was in corporate America for 16, 17 years, um, very successful career. I had the opportunity literally to travel the world. Um, and, and it was really in that corporate environment where I learned the importance of mentors and sponsors and, and really the importance also of female affinity groups, um, which is the, the women's network that you mentioned. Um, but also, you know, experienced a lot of the setbacks and obstacles unique to women in the corporate workplace. And, you know, that was something that I had already been reflecting upon in my leadership development experience. But then, you know, becoming a, a mom to, to three, two boys and a girl, kind of seeing the difference in their life experience and the difference in their access to opportunities and, and role models. Um, and, you know, another personal experience is along the way, actually, when Olivia was in fourth, fifth grade, we started to host um, a brilliant young woman through a great program called the Fresh Air Fund. Um, and she came to us and, it, and, and, and she came to us from an underserved community. And it really became so painfully obvious to me that, you know, girls and especially girls of color just don't have the same opportunity. They don't have the same access to skill building and mentors and role models. Um, and really just equal access to opportunity to thrive. And so, you know, thus I, I, I called a family meeting and I said, um, you know, hey fam, I really want us to come together to pay it forward. And, and we talked about how we could do that. And, um, 
I called that family meeting because I knew that if I was going to pour my passion and, and start up my own business, that it would really take a family commitment. And without hesitation, every single member of my family came on board. Um, you know, my husband was a founding board member, still serves on the board of directors today. My eldest son developed our first website and lived from day one, has really been kind of the co-founder and muse. Um, we started serving middle school girls back in 2014. Today, we've grown, um, we provide year-round free of charge leadership development and mentoring for girls in grade five through college. We've served over 12,000 girls to date, about 68% girls and women of color. And, um, you know, really, so I think of it as, as, as Olivia has grown, Live Girl has grown. So we went from middle school to high school and, and now into college. And she's been just such a formidable part of our team um, along the, the, the whole way. Yeah. And I would like to say like one of the reasons why I was so on board right from the beginning was because I was in middle school when we founded um, Live Girl. And it's in middle school that girls stop raising their hands in the classroom. They stopped, you know, speaking out even in group projects. And just that confidence drop during puberty, during middle school, is so like noticeable and so huge and that was something that I wanted to fight against and wanted to make sure that every girl knew that they were valued in the classroom and outside. I, I love that messaging you know one of the things when I'm talking when I have my brain lady speaker hat on and I'm talking about childhood development and all of those different stages and you're absolutely right there's just so there's just such this mix of things going on in the brain in that, you know, in that middle school. And it can be, it can either, the influence, the influence that is given to children at this age, and especially women under this, you know, girls under this particular topic that we're sharing can either make or break, right? Absolutely. I mean, and, and we know so much, we know that gender norms appear as young as age five or six. We know that confidence plummets during puberty for girls and never recovers. Um, and it's it's a pretty clear roadmap that we've laid out from middle school where we yeah. teach girls to lead themselves and build self-esteem, social, emotional intelligence and empathy to um, high school where we get, start to give them the skills to lead others. And then finally in college, equipping them to lead in the workforce. But, so there's a clear roadmap um, and like you said at the at the top of the show, that it really takes a commitment from you know uh, professional women, established women, to pay it forward to these brilliant next generation leaders. When I look at Olivia, she really represents all that's possible. I mean, she's 18 and she's already co-hosting a podcast and she's already you know activated in so many different causes and amplifying and making ch positive change. And and that's really what we need in this world. And and at the at the very essence of Olivia, she's an inclusive leader, um, and that is what our world needs. And that's what we're trying to do through Live Girl is really helping young people build authentic authentic bridges to people whose lives are different than their own, and to develop those skills um, to come together and and drive change. Beautiful! What a beautiful mission, and so wonderful that you're able to do this hand in hand or arm in arm, if you will, with not just your family members, but with a young girl going through these transitions. So the experience is firsthand, right? Not just as a, as a female leader, but as a developing female leader. Yeah, you know, That's beautiful. And I gotta say that I do credit like so much of me being able to harness the power of my own voice and like follow my passions with my experience with Live Girl, like through middle school, through high school, and now in college. Yeah, it's been an amazing experience and totally instrumental to my leadership. 
What did you think? This is for Olivia. What did you think when your mom first had that family meeting? And like, did you get the vision? Were you a little nervous? Were you excited? Like, what did you think when your mom brought this idea to you? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, was, you know, a little bit like, is this really going to happen? Right. You know, cause it was in a grand vision. It was amazing. And I was like, yes, we need more spaces for girls to develop into leaders. Um, cause I like, I, you know, um, as I said, I could notice even myself in the classroom, like, like drawing back a little bit, but I was, I mean, I don't want to say that I doubted you, but <laughs> it, it was, you know, very, um, ambitious. And I, I mean, I knew that my mom could accomplish anything. That's something that she instilled in me. But I was, you know, maybe a little nervous, but definitely on board. Yeah. And are you more than proud of what it's come to be now? A hundred percent. I mean, I think it's it's amazing. I mean, my mom is like my role model it's because of this, because I mean, she's just inspired me so much to follow my passions and maybe, you know, she was so successful in the business world. And then she left that more uh, conventional path to really start her own business. And that's been something very inspirational to me my entire life. Wonderful. Wonderful. So let's kind of talk about the nuts and bolts. Like what do you, Sherry, what do does it mean to be, because we, we know the, uh, the definition of entrepreneur, right? Building your own business, being your own boss, blah, blah, blah. We get all that, those technicals, but what does it mean to be a social entrepreneur in your opinion yeah i think um it to me it means applying innovation in to in the social sector so i think there's been a lot of things that i've come in from a for-profit background into the nonprofit sector and people have remarked oh you're really looking at this di differently and i think there's actually been a lot of value and a lot of the skills that i learned in that for-profit corporate corporate world have translated very well i mean i think Innovation is one of the most important things. And I just recently read Adam Grant's Think, Think Again. And I'm just a huge fan of his and the whole concept that we have to constantly be rethinking everything we're doing. So at Live Girl, we're not tied to you know, a leadership map that was developed back in the early 1900s. We're constantly rethinking you know, what's going on in the world. What are the skills that our young women need? What, how do we help give them voice and agency? How do we partner and network and develop you know, corporate sponsors um, to help us along with that path. So it's really constantly rethinking and obviously navigating a global pandemic. Um, we've had to re rethink everything as well. But I think that is what sets Live Girl apart. And, and it's really constantly thinking about how do we innovate? How do we rethink and make sure that what we're doing is what our girls and young women need to break through and, and thrive? Yeah, that's that's amazing. I, I love that. And it's something that would have a social, a positive social impact, right? Because that's what that's what we're looking to do for the next generation. And so that they can then do it for the next generation and so on and so forth. So what you talked about innovative solutions. What are your specific innovative innovative solutions to helping really build more female leaders. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we have the women entrepreneurs group, right? Because women network differently than men, right? Our brains are different. Again, brain lady speak, you know, the brain lady hat is we're wired different. The male brain and the female brain, if that X chroma or if that Y chromosome rather is there, the brain develops differently in 12 main areas based on the hormonal input. 
So we just, we're different. There's a, there is an, an undeniable difference between the way that the brains function. So that means that our leadership style and the, the, all of that is going to be different and it needs to have, have more presence, as you said, in the corporate world or just in the world in general. So what are some of the solutions, those innovative solutions that to, to close that you're doing to close that leadership gap? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question, and I and I agree, and I, it's such an honor to be talking about neuroscience with the brain lady, um, and I do agree that, and I think unfortunately, I think if you you know survey a hundred people to describe what a leader looks and sounds like, they're going to basically describe you know a white male or the attributes and characteristics, the power characteristics of a white male, and part of what we're doing is kind of breaking that mold and breaking those stereotypes in providing vis visibility to trailblazing female role models so that our girls see that, you know, you don't have to look and sound like, you know, President Biden, who I'm, whom I admire very much, but, you know, there, there are many different leadership models. And a lot of times women will bring very different skill sets to the table. And that's a good thing. And, and really what we do is coach girls and young women to step into that power and to step into um, to lean into their passions, to find their voice, and to step into their power. Um, one of the big things that we do is we we apply a cohort-based model. So in other words, we develop cohorts of young women. Um, it could be 30 diverse women through for our high school leadership lab, or we do cohorts of 75 college-age women through our SheWorks program. And so we administer skill, leadership skill building to them and experiences, but then we're also fostering that cohort network. So it's community-based learning. And um, for a lot of them, this is the first time they've really been in that situation where they can network with other girls and young women and to actually realize the power of that. And I don't, Liv, if you want to talk specifically yeah. about the SheWorks cohort and how, you know, one, we administer career readiness training and we match the college students with paid internships, but we also facilitate this community-based learning. And maybe talk about that yeah. aspect and what you get from that. Definitely, because those leadership skills that we learn through um, SheWorks and all the Live Girl programs are so important. Um, but what really makes Live Girl special is the community that it builds. Um, and I was involved in SheWorks um, last summer and the summer before. But um, it's you really build this amazing community that fosters great discussion that you don't really have anywhere else, like especially for young women, um, specifically talking about the challenges that we face in the workforce. Um, so like those inter the access to the internships is incredible work experience, but also that experience with your peers and with people who are going through the same thing is vital to developing as a leader. I like that. And you have um, you mentioned the skills and the opportunities and it's, again, I think it's very, I, I love the fact that it's a, more of a community. Women's brains are more relational, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're just more based on that connecting. And that's one of, you used the term, um, Sherry, earlier about stepping into their power. And I, that's one of the programs that we teach is, is stepping into the power of the female brain. Because again, there are things, and I'm not, I'm not, this is not male bashing, right? I'm not mm -hmm. saying that men don't have their their unique strengths because they do. They're very, very single thought focused. They're very able to just tunnel into and focus on one project with more skill per se than a woman. But the woman is able in general, I'm, I'm not trying to stereotype, but in general, on average, depending on your brain wiring, it's going to be variable. But women, on the other hand, they have a broader 
they can stand back and they they can see more. And it's because of the way their brain is wired. They they access larger portions of their brain in their thought at any one thought process. So it gives them that and it's helping young women to understand this isn't something to be ashamed of or something to suppress. No, 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 no. This is this is a gift. You're going to be thinking about more people than and how your actions are going to affect more people than 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 the Y chromosome is going to right. 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 No, it's a great point, Julie. Yeah. And I think, again, as we're going through this global pandemic, I think there has been some good conversation and celebration of some of the female-led countries that have actually been more successful. And because, you know, I think of New Zealand, for example, Jacinda Ardern, and the compassion and empathy that she was able to show her country, um, which is what her country needed going through a global yeah. pandemic. So, I think that's that's been a you know a little bit of progress in terms of really recognizing and celebrating um, that there are different leadership styles and attributes that can be successful and they don't always look and sound like you know John because you know the whole <laughs> the whole fact that there's more Fortune 500 CEOs named John than women. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, so this is this is progress, and you know this is progress that at Live Girl we're committed to. Yeah. Right, right. You don't have to you don't have to look like the Amazon head or the, in any of these, these individuals, you can be unique in that. So specifically, what are, just give me like a couple of skills or a couple of opportunities that young women need to be able to really thrive as they move into their own style of leadership. Yeah. I think, you know, first it all starts with what I call leading yourself. And that's really building your self-esteem and your social emotional intelligence and your empathy and compassion. That's kind of really the fundamental keys of becoming a confident, inclusive leader. And I think you develop those skills by taking risks and trying new things. That really is the only way that you can build confidence. You can't, you can't, someone else can't hand you confidence in a bucket. I mean, you really have to go out and, and earn it. Um, and then I think, you know, as you, the next level is really starting to lead others. I think, a key skills there are your communication and public speaking. I think public yeah. speaking is one of the most important skills that holds young women back. And so at Live Girl, we put women on platforms as much as possible, whether it's, you know, short sentences or speaking long speeches at our day of the girl rally. Um, you got to get comfortable. I mean, public speaking is like a muscle. The more you practice it, the stronger it gets. And there's no other way around it. And I also tell young women that, I do a ton of public speaking um, for, from small to very large audiences, and I always still have that little nervous feeling in my stomach, and that's okay, because that's a good thing. I lean into that, because that little nervous feeling means I'm putting myself out there, and that I'm growing and developing, and, and that's what we all want. Um, and I think at the, you know, at the college level, the key skills are um, networking and advocacy um, and, and just, again, personal branding. So taking that whole communication skill and applying it to yourself and making sure that you're really reflective on how you want your personal brand to be out in the market. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously what your training is reflected in your daughter, because I was thinking when she answered the first question, I'm like, she's so articulate. Like she just, she answered with, with poise and confidence. And, and so you're doing a wonderful job. Okay. So it's, definitely, it's definitely true. I think that emphasis on public speaking and now that I'm in college, I really see the importance of like networking and the advocacy and everything like that. So 
the the skills that you mentioned are definitely the first things that come to mind and they're so important. And and Liv, you're I mean you're soaring at an Ivy League college. So what do you think are for you has been the most important skill to learn yeah. and master? Good question. I mean, yeah, I think one of the biggest gaps as like like you mentioned is networking. I think no matter your gender, that is something that a lot of people are like what is networking? Like, how do you do that? And just the fact that I've been involved in these programs that have really taught me what, ne- what networking is and how to do it has just put me a step ahead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You gotta yeah. get comfortable with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there is work in, built into oh, networking. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there is. There is in there. Yeah. So, yes, but yes, you have to put in the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very true because that's surviving and getting to the next step. Not everybody has you know, the financial support or came from a family that's well connected, right? You have to make your own path and your own road. And a lot of it is who you know. And the only way you're going to get to know these, you know, people who can help you or get you to the next step or support you in your your dream is is to be out there networking, which like you said, the networking I think is so closely connected to that public speaking because if you're comfortable when you become confident and comfortable on a platform, right, then you're naturally going to be comfortable and confident one-to-one talking to another individual. And that's something I think is so important about Live Girls programs is that it does like build your skills in these building blocks. And so eventually you are combining all the things that you learned in middle school and in high school into these um, skills that you can apply into college or in the workforce. So, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And Julie, just um, what you just said sparked a thought. that, you know, Forbes research tells us that 91% of college students attain their internships through connections and mostly familial connections. So, I mean, just think about that for a second. Virtually all internships, which are the most critical kind of launch pad of someone's career are gained through connections. And so that's why like the Live Girl She Works program Mm -hmm. is so important. It really levels the access, levels the internship playing field, if you will. Um, but that's also why networking is so important. And we, and we do like speed networking all the yeah. time with our girls. Like next week, we're doing a speed networking with another organization, brilliant black owned business called Per Agenda. Um, so it's really just getting our girls and young women comfortable with being in a professional environment where they're like speed networking. We give them five minute blocks yeah. where they have to give their elevator speech and then they go into another Zoom room and have to do it again with other other professionals. So it's um it's a skill you have to work at it um but it's 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 essential mm-hmm. I, very much so very much so and you realize that the longer you're in a career space or the entrepreneurial space and you're wanting to move to that next level right the more you realize that's such an important skill now you talked about um storytelling and branding and i think this this is something that i have to you know in true transparency i didn't understand how important that was in business, you know, because so many times you think of branding as your company, your company, your company, you know, what's the colors, what's the message, what's the this, you don't think of it as how, how am I branding myself out there in the world, because that's going to make the true connections when you're out there networking, right? So explain to me just a little bit how that storytelling and branding plays a role in the things that you are doing in mission-based leadership and in as entrepreneurs out there, if they want to add that 
that philanthropic or that giving back type of a thing? How important is that that storytelling and branding of them themselves? Um, yeah, so just to clarify, so do you, do you want to hear kind of the perspective on how we coach young women to think about their personal brand? Is that? Yeah, yeah. And why you think it's important, like why it's such an important yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, first of all, this is a, this is a, a, a special challenge in this di digital age, right? Yes. So we start working with girls in middle school just around the same time that they're getting their first phone with internet access. And, you know, already by fifth, sixth grade, they're setting up Instagram profiles um, Snapchat and all these other apps that yeah. I may not even know about clubhouse, whatever. So it's, it's really an important conversation at an early age in today's world. I mean, truly as, as, as young as fifth grade, you know, we're having to talk to girls and what we do is we put them through exercises about, tell us about who your role models are, you know, out on social media and why, what do you admire about them? And then talk about yourself. What What is it that you would want people to know about you? And then, you know, we basically finished that exercise by actually having them design, you know, their own profile based on those values that they just shared. And, and then talk about the importance of staying true and consistent to those values. Unfortunately, what happens a lot today is that teen, in those teen years is they may say one thing for what, who they want to be and what their values are. But then they, it's almost like a split personality. They're projecting someone else. They're projecting, you know, that popular girl out in the yeah. highlight um, film. So that's something we have to talk. Because if there is that split personality where you, you want to be one person, but you're portraying yourself as another, that is really where you're going to, brain lady, you're going to start to feel some cognitive dissonance there, right? And, and really some, some, uh, some, some, tension there. So that's, that's something that we're definitely coaching. And then as they get older into high school and college to really think about, you know, what is, you need to make sure you keep your brand updated and again, consistent and that any, any um, experience that you're having that is related to your forward goal, make sure you're, you're marketing that for yourself. Say, the amount of times like she nags me about putting things on my LinkedIn or like setting all those up. It's definitely like, it's so important. Yeah, yeah, it's no. Like, no, it's really important. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's definitely something that need everyone needs to do and needs to include you know it's a it, this is a gender thing too like women are less comfortable bragging about themselves yes but when when you're forming your personal brand you you in effect have to brag about yourself yeah. you market yeah. yourself I mean, yeah. no one else is going to do that for you. Mm -hmm. So yes I do now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like it's, it's necessary and I had to, I've had to learn that uh, as a as a nonprofit business leader as well, like I have to brag about Live Girl. I mean, as yeah. much as I can, I'm out there. I'm doing this podcast in part because it's so important that we're continuing to amplify our work and our mission. And you know, I'm relentless in for Live Girl on behalf of Live Girl and our mission. And you know, I'll do anything to champion women and girls. I mean, it's my cause. And and so I have to I have to brag. You know, I have to as much as possible be out in that public sphere talking about our work. Yeah, I, it, very true. Very, very true. And I, I want to add in there that also you have to watch what you're putting out there. And is it going to support like we sometimes we put things on and I'm I'm guilty of it as well. Right. Sometimes we put things on social media that maybe isn't going to show us in the best light. And right. none of that ever goes away. Right. <laughs> right? Right. Once it's in that digital atmosphere, 
it, it's there. So you, you want to keep that in, in mind as well and being authentic, you know, being, I, so I, I am just, I have enjoyed this. I, I know we have a, a time that we have to be watching for, um, Tell us, give us more information. We're going to share now for everyone. I told you I would give you the way to get in contact, contact with our wonderful guest, Sherry and Olivia, today. So their website is golivegirl.org. <laughs> and you can. there's a lot of information on there. I was looking over it before the show. And I'm, I'm definitely, my brain's buzzing about collaboration and future, um, you know, having them back on both again. Um, but she also tell us just briefly about your, your podcast, because you have the confident podcast and then, um, the day of the girl rally, uh, the date that you gave me is in the past. So tell me if you're doing that again this year. So yeah, tell me I mean, about those couple of things. Yeah. So I think the key things are what you just said. So both our website and all of our social media platforms are at go live girl. And we've got great uplifting content uh, on our social media. So, you know, hopefully your listeners will follow us. And our Confident Podcast, Olivia and I co-host that. We This season, we're actually uh, launching season four um, in a couple weeks. And this season, we're talking about things we care about, including inclusive leadership, social justice, climate justice, and, and more. Um, so that's on Apple and Google and all the other podcast platforms. So definitely we hope your listeners will give us a listen as well. Um, and we've got lots of different, we've got both in-person and virtual programs. So no matter where you are in the world, um, we've got something for you. And so we hope your listeners will check us out. Wonderful. And if they want to, if, if there's some college students out there that want to connect with Olivia or or other leaders that are interested in that program, we're just sending them all to the website. Is, it, is, yep. is there a Facebook or LinkedIn that you want to connect as well? So we're both on LinkedIn, Sherry West and Olivia West. Um, and we, you can DM us on our Go Live Girl Instagram. Perfect. Love it. Love it. All right. And all of that information will also be in the show notes. So anyone who's listening can, if you missed it while we were talking, <laughs> you can go into the show notes and in YouTube, it'll be down there in the, the show info. So I just want to thank you both so very much for being on our our breakthrough <laughs> video <laughs> podcast today and for spending your time. Uh, we appreciate it. I'm definitely going to Look more, like I said, my brain is just buzzing on on collaboration, you know, leadership awesome. stuff. Yeah, we'd, love to be stuff. In we'd love to stay in touch. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much for being on the program today. Thank I appreciate you, it. Uh, absolutely. All right. So you heard it. Um, if you liked the content, if this was information that you're like, wow, I really like the the uh, guests, I really want to stay in contact, then please stay in contact with them. If you think this is valuable content that you want to share out to your groups, to the people that you are involved with, then by all means, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, make a positive comment and yep, thumbs up <laughs> and, and share, you know, share it out on the social media platforms. Obviously this topic, especially is something that really needs to get out there. So if you're part of a women's leadership group, if you're part of an empowering the up and coming young women, then by all means, please not just stay in contact, but share this, share this information because it will just help to spread, spread the news even more so. So everyone, I honor your time. Thank you again, Sherry and Olivia for being on the show. And until the next show, I want everybody to just simply enjoy every moment. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.